I'm sitting here just daydreaming of Florida. We <laughs> were having this discussion. We're all excited, and she's like, "You bitches are crazy, yeah. <laughs> right?" Well, I'm like, I'm gonna go fish for some snook down in yeah, Florida. Yeah, you're like, "Where's my shorts and t-shirt?" Uh-huh. And we're like, "How many layers do we need to put on?" Well, you know, part of it is, you know, it is hard. I mean, that's part of yeah. the a sense of accomplishment when you do it, don't you think? Welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast, inspiring real women with a passion for fishing and the outdoors to go get their adventure on. Now, here's your host, Angie Scott and Barb Carey. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us this week for episode 94 of the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast. The temps may be dropping, but things are really starting to heat up here in Woman Angler and Adventure Land. Hopefully you've been catching our new 5-Minute Friday episodes that started a few weeks ago. We wanted to bring you some more content like tips, quick announcements, and other information that might not fit as well into our longer format Tuesday episodes. And also give you a little shot in the arm going into the weekend, hopefully giving you some additional inspiration to get outdoors. Another new development is our Insider Weekly, which just launched this past Sunday. We'll be sharing pro tips, featuring a woman of the week, great water-to-table or field-to-fork recipe ideas, and some extra bonus content. This week, the one that just came out on Sunday, we have a contest going on to win an autographed copy of Why Women Hunt by K.J. Houtman. That's a really nice hardcover book, great inspirational read, and jam-packed with amazing photography. You can get four additional entries just by completing a quick survey. So if you haven't signed up for the Insider Weekly yet, just go to podcast.thewomanangler.com insider to sign up or click the link below in the show notes. Finally, one last announcement before we jump into our fun conversation this week, which is with Analytician. I had to redeem myself. You'll see what I'm talking about here in a minute. We're doing a soft launch of our Patreon page. Just go to patreon.com slash thewomanangler. So many of you have asked what you can do to help us keep the show going. There's a lot of monthly expenses involved between podcast hosting, website hosting, editing software, equipment, travel expenses. I could go on and on. Unfortunately, the show won't be able to go on and on unless we start offsetting some of these expenses. So we've made it incredibly easy through Patreon. There's four different levels of support, anywhere from what we call the tip jar, where you can just pledge as little as a dollar a month, all the way up to an executive producer level. It's pretty fun what you can get as part of one of these levels, so we hope you'll consider helping out in whatever way you can. All right, cozy up and get warm, and we hope you enjoy our conversation with Anna on Ice. Welcome to another episode of the Woman Angler and Adventurer podcast, and Barb and I, yet again, in the same room. Rumor, rumors are going to fly, Angie. They're going <laughs> to think we're living together. I think we did four shows in the last... Yeah. Two in eight weeks that we're in the same building? Insane. I did not move to Nashville. Yeah, and Convenient. I did not move to Wisconsin. So, 
but we're making it happen, and we have a super special guest. We have someone we've been wanting to have on the show for quite some time and had the opportunity where we're all three in person, which is awesome. So we have Lance. Uh, uh, I'm going to have to edit that. <laughs> I was trying to jump into your last name before saying your first name. <laughs> all right, let me give this a try. We have Anna Leschischen. I still screwed it up. That was good. No, that was pretty good. That, that is not how I thought your name was pronounced. What I like is Anna on Ice. Yes, that's where I know you from. <laughs> that's that's the easier way of doing it, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, you can just skim over my last name and just go straight to yeah. Anna. Anna, Anna on Ice. So how did you get the Anna on Ice name? Uh, you know, my growing up, we used ice fish a lot in central Minnesota with family friends. And I just, that's when I became like obsessed with ice fishing and our old friends, neighbors, like they, you know, like Disney on ice or whatever. Oh. I would be out there like as a kiddo and they'd be like, Oh, it's like our own, you know, ice fishing show. It's Anna on ice and it just stuck. So that's cool. <laughs> Isn't Anna the character from Frozen oh, as yeah. well? So now you probably get mixed up with that. <laughs> I had, I had my younger nieces when they, you know, they, I could still kind of toy with them thinking that I was the real. Uh, I was oh. like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you start out freshwater fishing and got into ice fishing then? Yeah. So uh, my parents were transplants from Ohio to Minnesota. Okay. So my dad knew nothing about ice fishing whatsoever. And out of four kids, I was like the only one that had any interest and he was like, we're cooped up and going crazy in the wintertime. So he and I kind of got to figure it out together. So that was really fun. And then I took it to a next level obsession. <laughs> to That's say cool. The least. Yeah. So, so yeah, Fred definitely, um, you know, like he'd only grown up bass fishing. And so getting to do trace other species that's so readily available to us and Minnesota is really cool. And growing up on Lake Superior, mm. um, having that out that's the back cool. door is not, uh, not something that I complain about whatsoever. I felt super lucky to have that in my backyard growing up. Yeah. You know, so, um, you're a young person with a passion for ice angling. Tell me about the transition. Cause you know, everyone kind of, a lot of people have fishing goals and they end up getting a pro staff position. They ended up working in the industry. What was your big, uh, break, so to speak, that kind of launched you into the next level? Sure. Sure. Well, I, my whole goal was, I felt a little bit isolated in terms of like not having a lot of other female peers that were into what I was. And so I was kind of like either fishing like alone or just with family. And, uh, somebody suggested starting up social media and they're like, Oh, you know, that's a great way to connect. Well, little did I know. Uh, and I started on on ice for just Instagram and I got a message from Kurt Walbeck at Outdoor Bound TV. And he said, Hey, you know, I'm really looking to put more focus on women on our team and in the outdoors. And I really like, you know, seeing what you're doing with your social media. And we'd love to have you come out and fish with us. And that was three and a half, almost four years ago. So I pro staffed with Outdoor Bound for, for three years. And then this time last year, I became full time business manager at Outdoor Bound. So. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's been really fun. It's been cool. a, it's like got my, I got to merge my worlds. I was living, you know, my fishing life and then my professional life. So it was really, I feel super fortunate, um, that I got to merge those two things. 
So what is it, what does work look like? I know a lot of times people have a misconception that people are working in the industry. All they're doing is fishing all the time. I know people think <laughs> I fit. That's all I do is fish. It must be nice. All you do yeah. is fish. And little do they know yeah. all of it isn't like a real job and not like just fishing all the time. For sure. For sure. Well, and in the TV world, you know, really we're acting as a, as a marketing consultant. I mean, agency essentially. So my day to day is a lot of working with, uh, you know, advertisers that want to work with us, brands that really want a little bit more, um, highlighting in just, you know, the TV world, digital marketing world. And lucky for me, I came from the sales world. So I was like, Oh, okay. Like I know a little bit about this, but right. Kurt's been. I mean, he's been doing this. He's been a pro at it. So I feel really, again, fortunate that he gave me the opportunity and said, Hey, you know, I want to take you under, under my wing and show you kind of what I've been doing and, um, you know, really kind of pass the torch a little bit to let me handle some more of those business things. And sure. Do I, do I have a rod in my car at all times? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my, my auger? Sure. But you know, when you're on the road and, uh, getting to, you know, sell some of that advertising, it kind of creates opportunities and travel that I'm like, well, I'm here right? and there's some water nearby. So, you know, there's definitely a good mix. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I know I, I'm the same way. I route my trips based on mm. lake. Okay. Well, if I, I'm kind of close to this lake, I think I could maybe swing in there because I haven't been there in a while. <laughs> for sure. For sure. I do that stuff all the time. I'm like, well, I'm going to be within a, you know, a certain mile range. So, <laughs> so do you found, has it cut into your fishing though a little bit or do you still manage to? No. Well, if anything, it's almost created more opportunity, I Good. think, and flexibility because we're filming so often. Right. So that's been really cool because I still get to be a part of the filming and production side of it. And, you know, that includes fishing. Uh, Kurt and some of our other pro staffers handle more of the hunting side of things. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know, open water, ice fishing. Those, those are my bread and butter. So I really mm-hmm. try to make sure that when we plan out our trip schedule, like I'm, Really making sure I can try to make as many of those trips as possible between the real work that needs to be done. So. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are your What are your some of your favorite destinations? Oh my gosh, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've been spending a lot of time in Manitoba, and uh, that started last year. So Kurt's actually been going to Wakusco Falls uh, Lodge for. I want to say probably six or seven years. He'll probably correct me on that. But, uh, so that was like my first like taste of Northern Manitoba fishing. And I've been hooked ever mm. since literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, uh, I actually just got back from there early ice. So I was uh, lucky enough to go last January and we went in April and then I just got back. So you caught some monsters up there too. Oh my gosh. The walleye up there, just another, I mean, we're using trout rods for goodness sakes. Mm. I mean, they're just, they just, Manitoba does such an incredible job when it comes to the fish handling and the fish conservation, like fish first. And it shows in the quality of those fisheries. Mm. I mean, it's, it's just something that it's, something you have to experience to see it. And it's, it's, it's incredible. The fisheries are just outstanding. So, and I love the barbless rule. Oh, right. That makes such a difference. You're unhooking a fish. I mean, first of all, you're thankful if you get it in because mm-hmm. you do lose a few more, but <laughs> they're so easy to unhook and release unharmed. And the, the mortality rate must be so much higher. It's, you know, I look at just the, I I've actually now, after this last trip, I've gone full blown barbless now, even mm. when I'm fishing here in Minnesota, Wisconsin, 
And it just makes such a difference in how many of those bigger fish that you get to release back unharmed, you know, their survival rate goes way up. Um, it's yeah, it's, and it's been that way forever there. So, I mean, proofs in the pudding, you know, long-term. Well, then you don't have to keep your bait separate too. I know I I had a whole bunch of ripping wraps. I think I was fishing on uh, Winnipeg last year and then I come home and I'm thinking, okay, these don't have barbs on them. I I could use them, but maybe I shouldn't. (laughs) I gave that up. I'm just like, well, as long as you, you know, I'm I'm just that much more conscious about keeping tension in my line and not losing those fish. (laughs) Right. (laughs) For sure. That's cool. I know that uh, one of the, when I was fishing Winnipeg last year, it's the first time that I ever had to drill through that much ice. Oh we were fishing in seven feet of water, and you're drilling through five feet of ice, and the fish are in the two feet of water that's left. I yeah. don't. It's just mind blowing. It's well, you have like an extension on top of an extension, yeah, and you're basically using like a stepladder. Right. <laughs> it's it's tough. People say people say you know I talked to a bunch of other women you know they said oh I really want to go to Winnipeg I said. Well, hire a guide because yeah. I'm not le- leading a group of women there. I tell you, you need some big, strong people to be drilling that many holes. And it's such a run-and-gun fishery, five feet of ice. It's Absolutely. almost like, how do you – it's hard. It's hard going. Yeah, for sure. And I, I'm hoping to get there um, middle of January. And even then, I'm like, okay, we're going to be dealing with some, some very thick – Ice. So I think we're going to try to do, uh, you know, I work with Nicole Stone a lot and she and I are going to do a couple days guided just to get our, you know, feet wet to, right. you know, feel out how it is. And then we're going to do probably three days of you know, do it ourselves. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be yeah. a learning curve based on ice thickness and our shoulders are probably going to be a little bit sore. But well, and you got to bring <laughs> extra of everything because yes. something always breaks because it's so cold. Yep. It's so wicked out. Mm-hmm. It's like... I'm sitting here just daydreaming of Florida while you two are having this discussion. <laughs> We're all excited, and she's like, you bitches are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, I'm like, I'm going to go fish for some snook down in yeah, Florida. you're like, where's my shorts and T-shirt? Uh-huh. And we're like, how many layers do we need to put on? Well, you know, part of it is, you know, it is hard. I mean, that's part of yeah. the a sense of accomplishment when you do it, don't you think? I, I honestly, I've... I, you know, I, Barb, you, I get asked all the time and you were the one that we all looked up to, you know, as young women, you know, getting out there and doing it. And I find that, that there's people like, why do you like ice fishing so much? But it's half of that to me is the process, like getting out there, being independent, having, you know, yeah, that it's a challenge. Like catching fish is a part of it, but like just being on the ice and getting to just do your whole setup and just be submerged totally in nature and just, you know, you're just in this really, really cool atmosphere. And that's half of the passion for me. I I totally get it, you know, and there's something about a sense of accomplishment that comes over you just to have survived. Yes. So to speak, you know? Yes. No, yeah. we're not dead. Yeah. We didn't die. It's a successful day. Doesn't that sound like fun <laughs> for those of you that have never better. done it before? Don't you just want to run out and go ice it? We're talking about the extreme of the for extreme, sure. where we're talking about up in uh, Manitoba, but right. it's not always, it doesn't have to be that hard. It's no. just the intense freaks that love that kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's, you know, you get to bring people. I, I love, I love bringing other, you know, female anglers, whether they're experienced or not. It's like when you get those beautiful, like, you know, bluebird days when there's no wind and it's like, you can sit outside in a sweatshirt. Like people are like, okay, I get it. 
Like, you, you know, those are, those are ideal days, of course, but you know, they're, yeah, the sense of camaraderie and accomplishment and just getting outside when everyone else is hunkered down for nine months, it's, it's kind of satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's, I like that there's not that many people out there because it's like a, a, a new frontier. Exactly. You know, it's almost like being on the moon. I really, I mean, the way you're walking, the way it sounds, the noises you hear, you don't hear that any other, other place except on the f- frozen tundra. Exactly. And it's, it's just take your breath away. Exactly. Yeah. There's an element of beauty in it all. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So let's switch over to open water. Oh yeah. So you kind of the same thing is it go in cycles, you know, you just have destinations based on the time of year or. Definitely. Yeah. So we obviously, you know, we go on different destination places just for filming. Uh, Nicole and I, uh, we got to do another super cool trip up to Manitoba. We went to Baker's Narrow Lodge on Lake Athapapaskow. Well, say that. Yeah. Say that again. Lake Athapapaskow. <laughs> you practiced. I could yeah. tell. Well, they all say Athapap. So I'm like, well, that's okay. I can, I'll, I'll cheat and say that's shorten it, but. And yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, that's just a whole nother, I mean, lake trout of that magnitude mm-hmm. at your, at their fingertips is just like, oh man. It's oh, incredible. I think I saw that, uh, lake trout show. Didn't some guy give a top secret tip or something? Uh, yes. Our guide yeah. is like, he's, he's got all the, you know, he, 20 plus, I don't know how many years he's been guiding. He's been doing it for a long time, but yeah, he's got like very specific jigs. He's got very specific things that he baits hooks with. Like he uses beef heart instead <laughs> of crawlers. And I'm not kidding. It, it, he had a lot of tips and tricks that would convince me. Like I'm like, I'm going to do this when I get home. And you had to hook it a certain way that (laughs) really detailed, super detailed. Like if you had any little flash of a hook showing, like you had to put another like little piece of, you know, bait on your hook. So it was just so, and it had to be like hanging at a very specific, you know, well in his, you know, I I get it. Trout are sight feeders and predators, I should say. And they, I mean, it worked. Whatever we were doing, right. it, we were out fishing some of the boats around us. So, I mean, he's he's got the experience to prove it. I like the educational component of that, you know, where you're giving that information. You know, a lot of times on shows and stuff, they don't, you know, you're sitting there watching what they're doing and you're hungry for the details that they never share. I really like the way that you share those little details that can make a difference to the person going on their own, whether they're going to be successful or not. Well, and that's the goal I find, you know, whether I'm filming with Outdoor Bound or Nicole, it's like, we want the sport of fishing, the activity of fishing to be approachable. You know, you don't have to have all the knowledge and tool. I mean, you, you can go and experience these incredible things with the help of guides, with the help of, you know, people who have fished there before. And it's, you, you need it to be approachable. You know, it can't just be this, wow, look at that amazing fishing. I'm, you know, I'm probably never going to do that. It, right. it, we want to paint a totally different picture because it, mm-hmm. it's totally attainable. Right. Right. You know, and you know, it's like our motto, we say frequently, if she can do it, I can do it. Exactly. And that's one, so, one, one thing so great of seeing the female personalities on TV and in social media and stuff, because that's inspiring so many people that you may not even realize. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's been, and I find so much inspiration in so many other women that I see just of all skill levels. Like you just look at everyone's learning from each other and it's all like a big skill trade and it's, it's really, it's incredible. And it is. we've seen so many more 
women that are just hungry for that information and myself included. And it's just really fun to like watch it flourish. Yeah. You know, and one of the things that I think is, you know, as, as I, over the years watch things unfold, I think that generally speaking, people are pretty supportive of each other. You know, it hasn't really turned into this, oh, well, like big competition between people. There's, I, th- I think there's plenty of room for everybody. And the more successful one person is, it's only going to help everybody. Exactly. It's not like you can only have one person that's successful. There's room for many, many people. And whatever their goals or dreams are, just go for it. Exactly. Exactly. Just supporting each other and saying, Hey, I really like what you're doing. How can we, you know, how can we help each other? How can we support each other? It's super cool to see that. Yeah. It's, it's, I was talking to Kristen Merwin of Women's Anglers in Minnesota and Mm -hmm. she was talking about how, uh, the ice fishing tournament, you know, she's got one tent next to her that's in, in first place, just slaying crappies. And she's not catching anything. And they say, come over here and here, use this bait that we're, you know, that we're trying out. And then next thing you know, she's just hooking in a ton of them. I'm just like, that is so cool. Like, yeah. you know, you're at a, it's, it's not even about the, you know, the competitiveness. It's just like, how can we, you know, make this fun for each other? Yeah. Right. That was cool. Yeah. I love seeing stuff like that. Like I went to the border battle this year between women anglers, Minnesota and Wisconsin women fish and seeing people helping each other from both sides. It was, it was awesome. Right. I mean, it's a fun competition, but yeah. for sure. You know. Yeah. I think, I think for especially, you know, working with Nicole over the last year, like that's, that's been our biggest motivator for me. That's, it's a huge reason why I fish. It's getting other girls involved and saying, Hey, you know, Let's, let's all do this and support each other and get to, get to fish together, get on new bodies of waters, explore different types of fishing, different species. Like that's, that's what it's all about. Yeah, for sure. So how can someone follow you if they want to follow along? Uh, so Instagram has been my mainstay for a long time. So it's just at Anna underscore on underscore ice. And then I'm also on Facebook. Same thing on on ice. And then I'll actually, my website will be launching this week. So, so yeah, yeah, surely it'll be out by the time this comes out then. So yeah, lots awesome. of, yeah, lots of tips and tricks and all sorts of reviews and, you know, gears, how to, I just want to be able to really spread that knowledge and, mm-hmm. you know, say, Hey, this is what I learned. Right. You know, right. Yeah. Learn from that, it. You can't uh, learn too much. That's on com sure. Is that what that Yes. I, okay. no one had, no one had that uh, wow, domain. Perfect. I got it. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's actually surprising with the Disney's going to be thing. chasing yeah. you down. I know. For that I might get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They might approach you in a few years and be like, Hey, can we buy that? <laughs> yeah, and you're like, no, it's my fishing's page. Sorry. <laughs> so you talk about working with Nicole. Where are those videos mainly posted? So those are on YouTube. So right now those all live on Nicole Stone Outdoors channel. Oh, okay. So all of her and I's collaborations, that's where all of those live. So eventually my YouTube, probably by the time this uh, this episode airs, uh, my YouTube will be up and running too. And I'll have some, you know, her and I are just, we're going to syndicate a lot of each other's mm-hmm. videos. So it'll be really fun to kind of have two channels that are you know, pumping out a lot of the same content. So her right. and I just have a blast working That's together. Great. So <laughs> we're, we're just looking forward to getting that much more entertaining content out there for, for everybody. That's cool. I know I've heard nothing but good things about it and I enjoy what I've seen and 
I wish you both the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for taking time to be on the show. Too. Thank you guys for having me. This is, I just love what you guys are, are doing. And it's uh-huh. been so fun to listen and follow along every week. It's, you guys are just. Yeah. A lot of interesting stories, things you wouldn't think of, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm, I think our guests are fascinating, mm-hmm. like you are. And yeah. Thank uh, you. I appreciate you being on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another fun episode, and we've got so much more to come that we can't wait to share with you all. Quick reminder to sign up for our Insider Weekly at podcast.thewomanangler.com slash insider, and also check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash thewomanangler. Links to both of those are in the show notes for this episode, as well as where you can find out about our guest from this week, Anna on Ice. Everything can actually be found at thewomanangler.com slash 94. So if you want, forget everything I just said and make it easy on yourself. Just go there. See you Friday.